Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Happy Victory Monday. Man, it feels good. I don't care what week it is, what your record is, or even if you mess up your NFL draft selection in the order that it is, it is damn good to wake up on a Monday with a win. We haven't done it in a while. Surely haven't done it enough this season, so I am going to soak in every single moment of it. I appreciate everybody stopping by as we're going to break down the latest news and rumors surrounding this football team. We'll break down yesterday's win over the Washington Commanders. We'll talk about Tommy DeVito. We'll talk about Saquon Barkley, Kayvon Thibodeau, Dexter Lawrence. And then we're going to look ahead to the NFL draft with the Giants now slotted to pick fifth overall in the 2024 NFL draft. I wanted to do a fresh mock draft and then take a look at about five to ten guys that the Giants could target at the top half of that first round that don't play the quarterback position. So we got a whole bunch of fun stuff and more to jump into, as well as two mailbags. But first, let's get the comment section going, as we always do on the stream. Let's hit a real one roll call, as we already got 110 people in the building. Shout out to everybody, if you haven't yet, hit that thumbs up icon, show some love. Hey, Zeus Diaz, what's good? Scott's in the building. I like Turtle in the building as well. Steven Lopez. Rob Jigga, what up, Rob? Juan Duarte. Angel Ramos. Rosenberry in Alaska. Mark Estrada. Mark Estrada. Bang! Charlie G. Scott. Christian. Joey DeLuca. What up, Joey? Isaac. Benny Hill says, We are only known for beating Washington in our division rival games in the NFC East. But you're known for that. But you're known for that. You got to be known for something, brother. Martin in the building. What up, Yoda official? Joey DeLuca? Cameron Johnson? Whole bunch of real ones in the building. Appreciate everybody stopping goodbye. My guy Carl in the building. I'm excited for the game tonight. Excited for the game. Knicks Timberwolves. If you want to join us for our watch party over there, it's YouTube.com slash TV or just type in the search bar, Knicks Now by Chat Sports. So what do, what do we got to run through right here? All righty. Is it back-to-back? All righty. Shout out to my guy, Broken Chip, coming in with a super chat. We'll get to all the super chats and more in just a second. But I got to give a huge shout out to today's sponsor, Prize Picks. It's prizepicks.com slash CLNS, promo code CLNS. Get started today with playing the number one daily fantasy sports app in North America. My favorite part about Prize Picks is how easy it is. It's prizepicks.com. 
Fantasy.com slash CLNS, and you just create a lineup of two to six players, and you simply just choose more or less on their projected stat total. And if you use the promo code CLNS at prizepicks.com slash CLNS, PrizePix is going to match your initial deposit up to $100, so you'll have $200 in your account to play with. Also, got to give a huge shout-out to another big-time sponsor here. That is Game Time, the number one ticketing app in the world. It is promo code Giants Chat. If you download the Game Time app and you use the promo code Giants Chat, you're going to get $20 off your first purchase. So download the Game Time app today. Use the promo code Giants Chat. It's not just for Giants games. You can go to Knicks games. You can go to Nets games. You can go to concerts. You can go to any sort of event and get your last minute tickets for the best price guaranteed with Game Time. Download the Game Time app in the App Store and just use that promo code Giants Chat. You're going to get $20 off your first purchase. My guy, Broken Chip 710 Jeremy, coming in with a $2 super, just says, Let's effing go. Go Big Blue. And a win is a win. A win is a win. A win is a win. A win is a win, brother. I'm right there with you. Um, Look, if we got upset on this channel about the Giants winning games they weren't supposed to after we begged for the first eight weeks of the season for them to win games, I would be miserable and I would not be having a good time up here. So I'm going to enjoy the ride. I'm going to enjoy the win. There's plenty of other games the Giants could potentially lose this season. So I'm going to bask in the ambience of Victory Monday. Shot to my guy, Broken Chip. The best name on YouTube, Leonard Zinnard in the building. I thought about going quad box today, Leonard Zinnard. One here, one here, one here, one here. Um, but, you know, I have a show to do. Only use the quad box when you have free time. My guy said, yo, if the Giants land around pick four to six, do you think we should trade up for a QB or just draft a line? By the way, I was at FedEx, and it felt like a home game. Unbelievable that FedEx Stadium didn't have hot water after the game for Tommy DeVito to shower, for any of the Giants to shower in. It's the worst professional sports stadium and in all of the world, it's a joke. The whole franchise is a joke. Um, I'm glad you got to go to the game, brother, and see a win. There's nothing like going to a game where you spend your money on it and you actually get to see your team win. Because when you go to a game and your team lose, it, it, it pisses you the hell off. It absolutely does. But if the Giants land around pick four to six, do you think we should trade up for a quarterback? Could a quarterback potentially fall in your lap at pick number four? One, I don't think anyone is trading out of that first spot of the draft if Caleb Williams is, is going to enter the draft. I also don't think a quarterback, if a quarterback needy team picks at one and two, they're just going to take Drake uh, May and they're just going to take Caleb Williams. I don't see them trading down. But could Michael Penix be on the board at pick number four? Jaden Daniels. Is that too soon for Jaden Daniels? I don't hate the idea of just taking the best player available, whether that be an O-lineman or a receiver. It's going to be interesting, and we're going to be debating it for the next couple of months on this channel. I'm open to any possible outcome, Leonard Zinnard. Just get me dogs. The more dogs you have, the faster your team's going to play and the faster your team's is going to run. We'll break it down on today's show, though. Mock draft coming up and more. Cameron Johnson with a $2 Super Chat says, bring back Saquon and draft Xavier Worthy in the second. Oh, you might like this mock draft that we're going with here in a little bit, Cam Johnson. Appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate you showing love. We got Nope in the building. Says, Marshall Green, how do you feel about becoming the newest owner of the New York Giants? Am I the newest owner? Is that what we're doing? I'm kind of in on that. I think I could turn this football team around, Seeps. I think if I'm the owner of the Giants, I can make shit happen. Uh, I don't know if I trust you. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I trust Marsh, guys. I don't know. 
Because he might roll with this guy as the franchise QB, the way he's been talking why would today. you? Why would you not roll with Tommy DeVito as your franchise QB? Hey, I would uh, draft Marvin Harrison. Give him a guy. Give him a guy. That's what Johnson, you said last week. Jay, you won with you. I mean, you look at the live poll in the chat right now. I told you guys to pick a quarterback. Tommy DeVito, Daniel Jones, Michael Penix, or Bo Nix. Tommy DeVito is winning the vote by 22%. As he should. Over Daniel Jones? Oh, yeah. It's DeVito over Jones. Is that where we've gone? That's where I'm at. What did you see yesterday that you liked? The dog. This dog out there? The dog. The backyard football. I felt like the guys rallied around him. Did they play hard for DeVito? I think they did. Someone had a quote that I was on defense. I don't remember who it was. They said, we felt like with DeVito out there on offense that the offense would strike if Washington struck us. Bobby O'Karake was the quote. Is the team <laughs> rallying around the Italian stallion? It's also, that's also so natural when you put in the backup quarterback. Everybody's like, all right, we got to up our game. Like, that's just natural, but. Nine sacks. And he put up those numbers. I remember there was a lot of people in this chat that told me there was no way Seeps had a rookie quarterback could no. su succeed behind this line. And they even mentioned he's going to be sacked like nine times a game. Well, Tommy DeVito's a rookie. He was undrafted, yep. and he was sacked nine times, and he threw three tutties for 250 yards. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I thought he looked good yesterday. He looked good in the preseason, too. I will say this. Went back and watched some tape this morning. If Caleb Williams was the quarterback yesterday for the Giants, he throws for five touchdowns and 450 yards. Really? There were just so many people that were wide open yesterday that Vito just kind of didn't see. And that's okay. But, uh... Yeah, I'm starting to be a big, uh... You have to take Caleb Williams if you get the number one overall pick. I think so, too. Like, I think you have to. I agree. I agree. Shout out to Tommy DeVito, though. Um, a lot of people played good for the defense yesterday as well. Six turnovers forced by this defense. Yep. Kayvon Thibodeau had two sacks, now sitting at 10 and a half sacks on the season. And I had the stat earlier. Let me actually go to my Twitter so I can pull that one up. Kayvon Thibodeau is one of three players to have 10 sacks over the first 11 games of a season within their first two years of the NFL. T.J. Watt in 2018 had 10 sacks. Micah Parsons in 2022 had 10 sacks. Kayvon Thibodeau has 10 and a half sacks in 2023. The Giants may have one of the best edge rushers in the NFL. But I also want to quickly talk about Saquon Barkley here, Seeps. I think his first five carries, he had negative seven rushing yards. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Did the game that Saquon had yesterday, where he showed he could be a threat on the ground and in the passing game, up his value potentially in the eyes of the New York Giants? Because look, think about it. I don't know if there's another running back outside of maybe Christian McCaffrey that could have did what Saquon Barkley did yesterday. Yeah, I just don't know. Like Again, it's going to come down to price tag. Would the Giants give him you know, 10 a year? I don't know if they would. Like, because what type of deal is he? I feel like we're gonna have the same conversation that we did last season. You are. Like, we're gonna do it all over changed. again. We're gonna do it all over again. Yeah, I. It was at least cool to see them get him involved in the passing game. You saw why he's a top five back again yesterday. Yeah. Like, you, you you were reminded who he is. Agreed. He played. He played really, really good, man. Um, shoot, Kayvon played good. Dexter Lawrence played good. Jason Pinnock made a couple of plays. I thought Xavier McKinney may have had his best game. Of the season, Bobby O'Karake forced two fumbles. Micah McFadden was all over the field. Jihad Ward had a sack. 
Even Darius Slayton got in on the action. Left the game with an arm injury. Still TBD on that front. I'm assuming it's not all that serious. And I've been kind of critical of Darius Slayton. I don't think he's worth the $7 million that he would cost the Giants next year on the cap sheet. I would move on from him. But you kind of saw on that touchdown yesterday, he just caught the ball and kind of just stutter-stepped, act like he yeah. was going to cut inside. The DB had to respect the speed. He was then caught in mud, and then Slayton just beat him uh, in a foot race to the pylon. Something that kind of stood out to me was, yes, Tommy DeVito was sacked a lot, but when he had time, he was trying to take shots downfield. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, the Giants receiving core, Slayton's a hell of a two over three. If you would get that one, if you would get that Marvin Harrison, that T. Higgins, like, I think the weapons on the Giants offense are just a couple, like, one or two pieces away from being like, oh, shit, they actually have a very good group around their quarterback. Because he's still in the franchise left tackle. Waller's kind of a question mark. John Michael Schmitz, I, I'm kind of sold on him being your center of the future. Um, it was just fun yesterday to see a complete team and really both sides of the ball play well. Yeah. What I did like, though, was DeVito on third downs, 7 of 8 on the yeah. day. He, 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 Kafka was awesome. I know I had a tweet where I said he hasn't been able to create separation and everyone got up in arms about that. I honestly just meant that nothing is ever easy for this offense. Used a bad choice of words is what it be, but it looked easy yesterday for the Giants offense for a large part of that game. My guy MG coming in with a $10 super chat. Best initials in the game. Shout out to Mike G. Says, happy DeVito victory Monday, brother. What's the big name free agent the Giants need to sign? Need your bold prediction a few months in advance. A guy that I'm really starting to watch a lot closer and a guy that I'm looking at is the interior offense alignment, Evan Brown from the Seattle Seahawks. He right now, I believe, let me double check on this and see how he played yesterday. I haven't got to check out that game. But Evan Brown, we did a free agent target video last week on the channel for this upcoming um, free agency cycle. Go and check that out. But right now, um, Evan Brown's playing a good season. And I, and I, and I think he's going to be a good player. Um, he's going to be a free agent. I like him. Um, if you want to go the receiver route, maybe you could look at a guy like T. Higgins. Are the Bengals going to bring him back? Maybe if you're looking for an edge rusher, you take a look at Daniil Hunter. Can't be franchise tagged by the Vikings. Um, maybe a Connor Williams, the interior offensive lineman from the Miami Dolphins. Um, there's a couple of guys that I'm definitely going to be looking at. Giants could have up to $60 million in cap space. I don't want them to go on a Dave Gettleman type of spending spree, but I do think you could pick up one, two, maybe three starters heading into next season. We got two mailbags coming up on today's video. If you want to be featured on the mailbags, go ahead and super chat. That'll guarantee your spot on the line. Or just ask your question down below using hashtag Giants. I want to see all the real ones getting their questions in today. You got to do two mailbags. Two mailbags today. I want to get to everybody's question. Hashtag Giants in the comment section. Just include that in your comment. We'll pop it up on screen. We'll talk about it. I want to see Bryce and Ronnie and Yuli and Nope and D-Money and Angel and Marcus Estrada and all the real ones getting their questions in. That would be Carl. Get your question in, brother. I need everyone to get their questions in today. If you haven't yet, please hit that thumbs up icon. we got 180 people watching, only 42 likes. We're not starting the show till we get to 69 likes. If we get to 69 likes, I'm going to take a shot at this Patron. Let's ride. We're not starting the show until we get to 69 likes. With 180 people watching, that should be easy work. 
That should be light work. That should be crazy work. Hit that thumbs up icon. Once we get to 69 likes, I'll take this shot of Patron. Cam Johnson coming in. Is Jaden Daniels the best QB in the draft? I would say no. I would say no, he's not the best QB in the draft. I still have Caleb, Caleb Williams. I call him Caleb May at this point. Caleb Williams and Drake May neck and neck. I'll go Caleb Williams slightly ahead of Drake May. There's a little bust potential, I think, with Drake uh, Caleb Williams that Drake May doesn't have. But I think you can make the argument that Jay Daniels is three. I personally have him four. Uh, I got Michael Penix at three. But look, the way he's playing, man, he's got a lot of people watching him down in Louisiana. Shout out to you guys. 70 likes. Let's get into it. Coming up on today's video, we're going to run through a two-round mock draft on today's video. Last week, we did a mock draft where the Giants had the number two overall pick. But since the Giants were able to defeat the Washington Commanders, the Giants have now slid back to the fifth overall pick, which really changes the outlook of the draft, in my opinion. Reminder, the Giants have three picks inside those first two rounds, thanks to the Leonard Williams trade. And now the current draft order looks like so the Chicago Bears own that first pick via the Carolina Panthers. The Arizona Cardinals are right now number two. New England Patriots sitting at three. The Giants play the Patriots this week. So maybe if the Giants lose to the Patriots, if you're in that camp, you want them to lose games, they could potentially hop back in to that top three. Got the Bears at four with the New York football Giants at five. So we ran through our mock draft simulator here at Chat Sports. And with the number one pick in the draft, the Chicago Bears selected the quarterback, Drake May, out of North Carolina. Look, I understand that some people will say, Marshall, this draft, no way. Caleb Williams isn't going to win number one. Well, he ends up actually going number two to the Arizona Cardinals in this draft. I do think if the draft board were to fall as it does with the Bears and the Cardinals picking at the top two, I could see a trade happening where a team leapfrogs uh, into the top two to select their guy. But this is how it fell out in our mock draft simulator. Then the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick were on the clock. And Joe Alt, the standout offensive tackle at a Notre Dame, is right now selected to go to New England. And then you got Marvin Harrison Jr. going to the Chicago Bears. So the guys off the board when the Giants are on the clock at pick number five, you got Drake May, Caleb Williams, Joe Walt, Marvin Harrison Jr. Some other players that were still on the board. You still had really good offensive tackle out of Penn State. You still got a lot of the top quarterbacks with Michael Penix, Bo Nix, Jaden Daniels. And you're looking at a guy like Brock Bowers and the standout receiver from Washington. Look, there's a lot of ways you could go. But I honestly think the Giants are going to draft a quarterback in the first round. And I think the three guys that you would be looking at if you did hold the fifth pick and the draft board fell out the way it does, I think you're looking at Michael Penix. I think you're looking at Bo Nix. I think you're looking at Jaden Daniels. All play the position a little bit, a little bit differently. Michael Penix, in my opinion, is more polished than either of these two guys. I just like the winning culture that he has, the mindset and the swag that he brings. Just feels like a gamer. Bo Nix, very talented player. High-rated prospect coming out of high school. Bounced around in college football, but this year for the Oregon Ducks, he's looking like an absolute beast, completing 78% of his passes, over 3,500 yards, 
with 35 touchdowns and just two INTs. Makes a lot of smart decisions. He has a lot of experience. I think that's really benefiting him as he is an older prospect. And then Jaden Daniels. Some people are saying he's the next Lamar Jackson in the sense of don't overlook the tape. Don't overlook the splash plays. All he does is make big plays. And what do you have? Eight touchdowns this past weekend for LSU. The kid is special. But if I was the general manager, and the Giants were picking five, and these three guys were on the board, give me Michael Penix Jr., the quarterback, for Washington. When I watched that game this weekend for Washington, it had upset potential written all over it. And Michael Penix had an opportunity to somewhat fumble that game away in the second half. It was coming down to the wire, but I just love the way he stepped up. I love the boxy that he has. I love the swag that he has. The ability to win from in the pocket and outside the pocket and the ability to always when he's making I would say at creating time for himself behind the line of scrimmage, his eyes are downfield. I think he has a great touch. I think he can layer the football really well. Maybe not an A-plus arm strength, but I've seen him make some terrific throws, and I think he's a guy that you could build a franchise around. I just love the gamesmanship. I love the fact that the dude can get it done with his feet, with his arm. I think he's a gamer. I think he's a competitive, and I think he looked pretty damn good in Giants blue, and I would fully be excited if he was the next quarterback for the New York Giants. I'm going to go with Michael Penix Jr., but I'll let you guys make the pick right here. If the draft board fell the way it did like we showed you, and these were the three quarterbacks on the board when pick number five was in, who would you take? Is it Michael Penix? Is it Bo Nix? Is it Jaden Daniels? I want to hear from you down in the comment section. We'll get to the other two picks the Giants have in round two, but first, I got to give a huge shout-out to our proud sponsor, Game time, the number one ticketing app in the game. And if you use the promo code GIANTSCHAT, you're going to get $20 off your first purchase. It's the best seats and lowest prices guaranteed. What I love is that prices drop as the event gets closer. It's also the low, excuse me, lowest prices guaranteed. It's easy to use. And I love that when you're looking at the tickets to buy, you get a view of the seat. Redeem the code GIANTSCHAT and you're going to get $20 off your first purchase. NFL, NBA, college football, college basketball, concerts, theater events, and more are the type of events that you can get tickets for on Game Time. Game Time, the best ticketing app in the game. It's promo code GIANTSCHAT, $20 off. So the Giants are on the clock once again at pick number 37, and I'm going to go with the saying that I always say, invest in your investments. You walk away with Michael Penix in the first round. Now let's go get him a dog. Let's go get him a game changer on the outside. And I have the Giants selecting the speedy big play wide receiver out of the University of Texas, Xavier Worthy. When he is on the outside and he has one-on-one -on -one coverage, he is a threat to take the top off the defense. He's also a guy when he has the ball in his hands, he's one of the best in college at just creating yak. He could break tackles. He gets north and south. He's a guy that continues to improve as a route runner. Year over year at Texas, he's become a better route runner. And now in one-on-one -on -one situations, he can almost get open and win at any time. He comes in at six foot one, a little bit slighter of a guy, just 172 pounds. But man, oh man, is he a burner. He's projected to run a 4-2-40. How many times have we heard Brian Dable and Joe Shane that we want to get this football team faster? We want to have generators with the football in their hands on the outside. You have him, Hyatt, Slayton, Waller, hopefully another free agent. That's going to be a whole lot of speed. And also, who's a first-team Big 12 punt returner in 2022? We know 
how the punt return to position is shaken out for the Giants before Gunnar Olszewski. I wouldn't mind having a guy back there that could go the distance anytime he touches it. I'm going to get an offensive player to go alongside Penix to help him out and grow. Hopefully they form a dynamic duo. But I'm going to go back and invest in my investment again. With the second selection that the Giants have in round two, slot to be picked number 54 thanks to the Seattle Seahawks, I'm going to go with interior offensive lineman Cooper Beebe. Plays tackle, but he is projected to slot in as an interior offensive lineman in the National Football League. And we know those offensive linemen from Kansas State, they are mean and nasty, and he can get the best of people when he gets, them, gets his hands on them. Dane Brugler of The Athletic, the number one draft analyst in the game, in my opinion, said this about BB. What he does best, heavy hands at contact. Despite his lack of length when it comes to arms, only 31 and a half inches, BB is able to keep rushers from his body because of the power in his hands. He consistently gets movements on down blocks and peppers defenders as a pass blocker, creating knockback and holding his ground. BB's aggressive mentality matches his physical hands. In this clip against Texas Tech, BB, number 50 at left guard, uses technically strong aiming points and heavy, insistent hands to halt the three technique defensive tackle and put him on his back. His competitive nature and controlled powerful hands were a consistent theme on his 2022 film. Look, the Giants have to improve the offensive line. Once again, gave up nine sacks this past week to the Washington Commanders. And while I actually do think the offensive line is improving, partially due to the fact that they're becoming more healthy and just becoming more cohesive as a unit, the Giants just have to upgrade the talent level at that position. I don't know if I can trust Evan Neal to be a starter on this team next year. Maybe you select a right tackle at the top of round two and then get that receiver at the end of round two. But whatever it is, the Giants have to improve on the offensive line. It's 10 years running. Let's go get it right. Draft BB, draft someone in the top three picks, and go sign someone as well, and then let's go to battle. I drafted Michael Penix with pick number five, Xavier Worthy with pick number 37, and Cooper BB, the interior offensive lineman, with pick number three. So you get a quarterback, you get a playmaker, and you get an interior offensive lineman. Grade Marshall's mock draft. I want you guys to be mean and honest with me. Grade it for me. A, B, C, D, or F. I want to hear from all of you down in the comment section. As always, if you think I'm an idiot and you want to yell at me over on Twitter, go ahead and do so. Hit me up at MarshallGreen underscore. I'm just starting to watch more and more content or draft prospect highlights and film and all of that stuff. And I want to be able to dive into it more and more and talk with you guys about it. So let's do it over on Twitter at MarshallGreen underscore. I truly do believe, though, Seeps, if you can walk away with an elite receiver, a top quarterback, an interior offensive lineman in those first three picks, man. All in the top 55. That's three starters, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, if this is the draft you get, you're taking this any day of the week. I do think Xavier Worthy is probably going to shoot up. Yeah. I, I feel like those speed guys always end up like, you always see a dude taking a risk on him, like a Jamison Williams or, yeah. No, I could see it. I could see it. I love Cooper Beebe, though. I'm a, big, I'm a big BB guy. Him and John Michael Schmitz, Andrew Thomas, kind of the foundational piece off your offensive line. Hopefully a guy like Evan Neal comes around. But I don't think the Giants can go into the season and saying, Evan Neal's the only right tackle we're going to invest yeah. in this year. And also a guy like Michael Penix, you're going to need to put dogs around him. Yeah. Like, he's not the quarterback where it's like the Williams and May where they can overcome. Uh, Penix is more of a guy like 
He got dogs around him. He'll kind of elevate the whole. Are you offense. Penix, Bo Nix, or Jaden Daniels? Dude, I didn't know Bo Nix throwing for 38 touchdowns, two picks this year. I, I His really... efficiency has been crazy. He looks like a 24-year-old playing against 20-year-olds. Yeah. Well, I looked up how old he was because obviously he's been. I think he's, he's 24. He's 23. 23, going to be 24 soon. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but Penix is old. Penix was at Indiana for. Is he 23 as well? Might be 24. Michael Penix. He's 23. Birthday May 8th. And then Bo Nix. 23. Uh, so they're the same age. Yeah, February 25th birthday. Er. So it's a couple months older. Yeah, a couple months older. I don't know. I just I, I can't get I can't get the Auburn film of Bo Nix out of my head. Yeah, see, like for me, I can't get the Indiana film. He was terrible at Indiana, but now at Washington, it's like he's he makes a dog. plays. I know. You're a Jaden Daniels guy, though. Not really. He's a little too 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 light in the hips. Too light in the hips. Like Lamar, at least like so. I'm a big. Thick neck guy. If you're a skinny quarterback, you've got to have a thick neck. He has a skinny neck. I know it's kind of a chop take, but I just feel like he would have injury written all over him. Mo No says, hey, Marshall, the Giants are not going to be picking in the top five because they're going to win five of their last six games. I agree. I agree. They're, not, they're going to win every game the rest of the season. Um, but you know what? Right now, they're selected number five overall. So I thought we'd yeah. do a mock draft for everybody out there. All right. There's been a lot of talk, Seeps, with the Giants selecting a quarterback in the first round. It's been a lot of chatter. And Gilly in the chat says, no need for a QB. The Italian Stallion is the franchise. He is the So let's say Tommy DeVito is going to be the franchise quarterback for the Giants. Okay. Let's talk about guys the Giants could select in the first round, not at the quarterback position. Because if you're going to roll with Tommy DeVito, which the Giants will not and should not, you're going to need to get... You're going to need to get a lot of talent on this team. Yeah, definitely are. So we're going to go through a couple of players that the Giants could look to freaking draft in the first round, not at the quarterback position. Not at the QB position. So, once Seeps is ready, we'll dive into it. Let's do it. We'll dive into it. We got 200 people watching if you haven't yet, please hit that thumbs up icon for me. We got 200 people watching, only 89 likes. Can we get up to 120 likes? Can we get up to 120 likes? Can we get to 120 likes? 120 likes. 120 likes. All righty. Seeps, who's your favorite non-QB in the draft? Outside of Marvin Harrison Jr. Because uh, that's the easy chalk answer. I, well, mine's chalk, too. I think it's Brock Bowers. Dude, I just watching him play, dude. It is, it is like I'm watching Gronk Jr. I love him. I love him. But also, I don't want to spoil it. You're a Joe Alt guy. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. All righty, let's dive into it. Giants draft targets that don't play quarterback. Let's roll. Coming up on today's show. We're going to take a look at some Giants draft targets that don't play the quarterback position. We've talked a lot about the quarterbacks the Giants could take in round one, but maybe they aren't going to draft a quarterback. So let's talk about some players they could look at. I want to ask you first, though. What is the Giants' biggest need outside of the quarterback position? I want to hear from all of you watching right now. 
Yo, what's going on, everybody? You're watching Giants Now by Chat Sports. I am your host, Marshall Green. Appreciate everybody stopping by as we're going to take a look at about five to ten prospects the Giants could select at the top of the first round if they don't go the quarterback position. The Giants currently hold the number five pick in the NFL draft after they defeated the Washington Commanders 31-19 over the weekend. Who knows when the Giants are going to end up picking in this draft? They do play the New England Patriots this week, who currently own pick number three in the NFL draft. I think it was two, but I'm going to say three. I'm pretty sure it's pick number three. Maybe the Giants lose to the Patriots. Patriots get another win, and they flip-flop. A lot of talk about the quarterbacks. Let's talk about some players they could look at that don't play the QB position. In my opinion, the number one player in this draft, no matter the position, if I had to bet on any player to enter this draft and be a star, it's going to be Marvin Harrison Jr., the six foot four wide receiver out of Ohio State. In this instance, you just trust your eyes. You trust your eyes. The, the, the film does not lie with Marvin Harrison Jr. He can do absolutely everything you want and need from a wide receiver. He can play outside. He can go deep. He can go get a jump ball. On third and 12, he can run a stop route and create separation. He can get loose with the ball in his hands on a slant route. Play inside, play outside, deep threat, short threat, threat generator with the football in his hands and he also has a really good ability to dominate in that kind of 12 to 18 yard distance on the field he's a special special player and I think he already might be a top 25 wide receiver in the world I think when he plays and starts in the NFL people are going to look at him as a top 10 guy that's how special this guy is prototypical size man six foot four 205 pounds and in the 37 games he's played in the 37 games he's played at Ohio State 150 grabs, 2,500 yards, 16.6 yards per catch, and 30 touchdowns. Look, if you want to roll with Tommy DeVito or Daniel Jones as your quarterback, getting him a guy like this to throw to, that could really change the dynamic of this offense. So I'll ask you, should the Giants draft Marvin Harrison Jr.? Maybe we have our guy at quarterback. I don't believe we do. With all due respect to Tommy DeVito, but... uh. Man, sometimes you just got to go best player available, and he might be the most for, for sure fire thing in this draft. Type D for draft, type P for pass. If you want to improve the offensive line, Olu Fashanu, the offensive tackle at a Penn State, in my opinion, is the number one offensive lineman in this draft. You could go with Joe All of Notre Dame, or you could go with the offensive tackle out of Georgia, but Fashanu, in my opinion, is going to be a dominant player in the National Football League. Zero sacks allowed in 1,300 career pass block snaps. He's got the perfect frame. Six foot six, 320 pounds. Patrick Seaman said, Marshall, isn't this just Evan Neal all over again? And I said, one, I hope not. As Yuli in the chat says, bro, look like Evan Neal. Um, I hope he's not Evan Neal. I don't think he's going to be. Why? Because of these reasons. He maintains balance like a pro. When I've gone and I've watched back Evan Neal tape while he's been at the Giants, I feel like he has a bad core. I feel like he has bad balance. I feel like he gets pushed off his spot a little bit easier. Fashanu was a top college, was a top basketball prospect and a basketball prospect in high school. I feel like he's got good feet. I feel like he's got good balance. And I think he just plays with good pad level and good overall stability. He's got massive arms and good wingspan. He plays his best and biggest matchups. And a down thing, if there was one, I wanted to be a little bit more nasty. I wanted to have a little bit more dog in him. Be a little bit more of the bully. Be a little bit more of that junkyard dog. 
But overall, man, it's not just me. Everyone is saying he's the number one prospect. Even Dane Brugger of The Athletic, he says this. Fashanu is still learning the position and dealt with an injury last season, but his physical profile has no holes. He's nearly impossible to knock over because his recovery and balance are at the top of his class. Huge difference from Evan Neal. And they would have been last year, too, had he entered the draft in 2022. His lateral quickness at his size is also elite. Ask Seattle Seahawks draft pick and former Auburn defender Derek Hall about that. He saw it firsthand during a blowout at Penn State win last September. The Giants have to improve the offensive line. They absolutely do. Nine more sacks allowed yesterday by this offensive line. They got Daniel Jones hurt. They got Tyrod Taylor hurt. And they've already had Tommy DeVito hit more times than he can even count. My question is this. Can you rely on Evan Neal again? Fashanu is going to play offensive tackle in this league. Can you go into another season with the only true investment at your right tackle position being Evan Neal? I, I know he's still young. I know he's barely played over a season worth of games. I don't think I can go into next season with Evan Neal being my starting right tackle and my only right tackle that I have invested in in any sort of fashion. Alanu, uh, Fashanu is special, man. Oh, oh, he, he's a good player, and the Giants got to improve that O-line because, man, oh, man, I'm tired of talking about this freaking O-line. Go get a dog and let's go to work. We're going to break down a couple more prospects coming up, but if you're looking for free Giants videos every single day on the latest Giants news and rumors, hit that subscribe button right now. No matter what the record is, no matter where we're at in the season or offseason, we're going to get free Giants videos every single day for the real ones out there. So subscribe, help us get to 40,000 subscribers. Coming up next, three more draft targets I think the Giants should look at if they're not going to go quarterback. And I'll give you some bonus guys at the end. But first, I got to give a huge shout out to today's sponsor and the brand that makes this hoodie that I'm in love with, Marine Lair. Go to marinelayer.com slash chatsports. Use the promo code chatsports and you're going to get 15% off your order. It's marinelayer.com slash chatsports, 15% off. My favorite thing about Marine Lair is this. Look, I have a hoodie, I've got a polo, sports polo, and I have a plain blue t-shirt. No matter, no matter how many times I wear it, no matter how many times I wash and dry it, when I put it on, it still feels brand new. It still holds that brand new quality. This is the vintage heavy sub, sub hoodie in India ink. You could check it out. It's one of the hoodies that will keep you warm, I would say, when it's a little bit chilly, but also keep you airy when it's a little bit hot. It's the Vintage Heavy Slub Hoodie in India, Inc. They've got all sorts of gear, the best t-shirts, the best hoodies. I'm a huge fan of Marine Layer, and it's a great gift to get somebody for the holiday season. And you can also save a little bit of money while doing so by using the link marinelayer.com slash chatsports. It's marinelayer.com slash chatsports. Another top player in this draft. Now you might say, Marshall, we don't need a tight end. You know what the Giants need? They need damn good football players. And Brock Bowers may be the most for sure player entering this draft outside of Marvin Harrison, the tight end out of Georgia. The Giants are almost dead last in every single offensive category. And I know it's the offensive line. I know it's the backup quarterbacks. But how about we just make it easy? Go get Brock, Bauer, uh, Brock Bowers. I also believe that Bowers and Darren Waller can coexist. Who's to say that Brian Dable can't run a two-tight end offense? Who's to say that Bowers isn't a little bit of a slot receiver? Who's to say Darren Waller can't spread out outside and you have Bowers on the field as well? I've seen Bowers get it done for so long. In 39 career games, the guy has 170 grabs for 2,500 2, yards, 
15 yards per catch, 26 touchdowns, and five rushing TDs. I know his profile says tight end, but the dude's just a football player. He's a big playmaker, and he's a guy that is a walking mismatch for any team in this league. Too big and too strong to be guarded by safeties and corners. Too fast, too agile, and too good of a route runner to be guarded by tight ends. Giants just need more offensive playmakers. And if they're looking for a good one, Brock Bowers may be that guy. What if you want to look at the edge rusher position? Want to add more fuel and more gas to this defensive line? Dallas Turner is the number one edge rusher in this class, in my opinion. Six foot four, 240 pounds. He's got an elite first step. I'm sure he'll test as a 4'5", 4'6", guy when it comes to the 40-yard dash. Can't wait to see his three-cone drill. The dude pops on tape, and in 35 games, he's got 19 and a half sacks. And he comes from Bama. I know Bama, you know, Evan Neal, blah, 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 blah. This dude's going to be a for-sure thing in the National Football League. Dean Brugler of The Athletic, best draft guy in the business, says this about him. When it comes to rushing the passer, Turner checks the boxes for both traits and production. He is explosive off the ball and into contact, and he plays with exceptional pursuit speed to chase down the football. Turner is currently the only player ranked top five nationally in sacks, pressures, pass rush win rate, and pass rush win percentage. You don't just need playmakers on offense. The Giants need defensive playmakers too. And if you could have a front five that includes Kayvon Thibodeau, Dexter Lawrence, and Dallas Turner, yeah, sign me up. The more guys that can help you get pressure on the opposing quarterback when you only have to send four guys is only going to make your corners look better. It's only going to make your safeties look better. And I think Dallas Turner is the guy that could change a defense. And him, alongside Kayvon Thibodeau on the edges with big, nasty, number 97, sexy Dexy in the trenches, I'm pretty cool with that pick. Maybe you're picking at number six or number seven. And Marvin Harrison Jr. is off the board. But you still want to draft a wide receiver. A guy that I have fallen in love with when I watch his tape is the six foot four wide receiver out of Florida State, Keon Coleman. The dude is just a baller. Plays on the outside, elite in 50-50 balls. I feel like his route tree is a little bit slept on. Just a big-time player that makes big-time grabs. And he's got top-end speed to where he can run away from people. He checks all the boxes of what you look for in a wide receiver. And Dane Brugger of The Athletic echoes what I'm saying and even compares him to a guy that's a – he's an all-time great, man. Dane Brugger said with his size and speed and athleticism and acrobatic ball skills – Coleman, 38 catches for 538 yards and nine touchdowns, is a freakish talent with the chance to be a dominant player. His flashes remind me of how Demarius Thomas played when he was at Georgia Tech. He's tough to tackle when he gets the ball in his hands. He can push it vertically and get open, and he can make catches at, at a catch point that not a lot of people can. I've used this word a thousand times. I'll use it again. Playmakers, playmakers, playmakers. The more of those you have, the harder you're going to be to stop. The Giants have been pretty easy to stop on offense over the past couple of years. I wouldn't mind drafting a receiver in the top 10, especially if it's Coleman or Marvin Harrison Jr. Other players that I think the Giants could consider if they don't go the quarterback position inside the top 10 if they do pick there. Joe Walt, he may be your type of offensive lineman. He's really good. I like the guy out of Penn State a little bit more, but Joe Walt's also, I think, in my opinion, going to be a really, really good offensive lineman. Latu, the edge rusher out of UCLA. People are comparing him to Jalen Phillips uh, for the Miami Dolphins. Really strong, really athletic, injury riddled a little bit, but the guy is special. Nate Wiggins popped off the tape for me this weekend playing against North Carolina. 
Dude ran like 80 yards on a run play to go punch out the ball from the North Carolina ball carrier. He can cover. He's 6'2", an elite corner. What about J.C. Latham, another offensive tackle from Alabama? Chop Robinson, the edge from Penn State. And I also like Malik Neighbors, the playmaker, the receiver at LSU. A lot of good players in this draft. Giants can't afford to miss on this pick. So I'll ask you to be the GM and let me know a player you want the Giants to draft. Give me their name down in the comment section. Let's go non-QB. Non-QB, you want to see the Giants draft. Let me know. As always, just want to say thank you, and I appreciate you for tuning in to Giants Now by Chat Sports. If you want to continue the conversation, I'm always down. Just hit me up on Twitter, at MarshallGreen underscore. There's no way a guy with the name of Chopper Robinson can be a bust. Uh, Chop Robinson is an elite football name. And it's a good edge name. Yeah. Like, I like it for an edge. Look, oh, look, if you don't go quarterback, there's a lot of players that are going to be really good in this league. Oh, this is a good draft. I like it. Can you afford to not take a quarterback, though? That is the question. I think you can if it's not one of the dudes, one of the top two guys. Maybe you trade back into the end of the first round, go get Jaden Daniels. Yeah, just put some pressure behind DJ. Maybe if you go the Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz route, yeah. so you get a dude in the second where it's like, hey, we kind of like you, we kind of don't. Wentz plays bad. Gives us Daniel. an easy card to go to if you struggle again. Yeah, and it kind of – also, I'm a big believer in this. You draft a dude in the second round, DJ's going to feel that. Yeah. DJ's going to be like, all right, I need to give this everything I have, and I'm not saying he doesn't already, but just adds a little extra motivation for him. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It's going to be an interesting couple of months as we try to break down the draft from every single angle on this channel. We are going to get into a mailbag, maybe two, if the questions are good enough. But we need you guys to get your questions in. Just drop a comment down in the comment section and just include hashtag Giants. That way we can pop it up on screen. How are we looking over there, Seeps? Decent. Decent. Could use a little more help from the real ones, but we're looking all right. A lot of real ones in the chat today. Appreciate you stopping by. Little Bulldozer says, I don't know, Boogie Basham is terrible. Yeah, he's not good. Not good. Giants, Giants need to improve, improve the edge rusher talent. You can't I know we love Aziz Ojalari, Aziz Ojalari. And when he's played, he's been productive. But anytime you start a statement with when he's played, yeah. Sometimes the best avail availability, sometimes the best ability is availability. And for Aziz Ojalari, I wish he was a little bit more available. All righty, get your questions in. Hashtag Giants. Shout out to Patrick Clark. Leonard Zinnard. Let's ride, let's ride. Great question, Leonard Zinnard. All righty. Hashtag Giants or Super Chats. All Super Chats will get you. We'll get your question up on uh, screen. Price picks. Cool. All right, let's dive into it. Yo, what's going on, everybody? We're about to get to, into a mailbag on today's video as you're watching Giants Now by Chat Sports. If we didn't get to your question today, it's your own fault. It means you're not subscribed. So change it. 
Hit that big red sub button right now. Subscribe to the number one Giants YouTube channel there is, Most Watched Show on YouTube, and help us get to 40,000 subs. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. First question coming in from my dude, number one name on YouTube, Leonard Zinnard says, yo, if the Giants land around pick four to six, do you think we should trade up for a quarterback or just draft the offensive line? By the way, I was at FedEx and it felt like it was a home game. That's good stuff. Nothing like going to a Giants game and they actually win. All right, if the Giants land around pick four to six, do you think we should trade up for a QB? I think the, it, it comes down to this. One, are the teams picking at one and two going to draft a quarterback? Because if they are, they're not trading out of that pick, right? Two, what's the cost? And three, do you love a quarterback enough to have the juice to trade those picks? Because it's going to cost you multiple first-round picks. Multiple first-round picks and maybe even a good player. Look at what Carolina had to give up to get to number one. Multiple first-round picks and DJ Moore. He's pretty much an all-pro receiver. You only trade up if you're in love with either K.O. Williams or Drake May. Can you get a guy like Michael Penix at four? Jane Daniels at four? Bo Nix at four? Those reaches at four? We're going to find out over the next couple of months. But I'm not going to be mad if you take the offensive tackle out of Penn State or if you take Joe Alt out of Notre Dame with that pick. So I think everyone watching this show right now would agree. The Giants have to get better on the offensive line. And if you're in the spot to do that, you might just have to make that pick. Appreciate the question, Brody. Yuli says, do we go first round Penix, second round big receiver like A.J. Brown? I mean, look, yeah, if you draft a quarterback, I do want you to draft another wide receiver. And there's a bunch of good receivers that are going to be available in that second round. We talked about Xavier Worthy on our mock draft. I love the guys out of Washington if they fall there. Um, there's a lot of good receivers. There's always good receivers you can find. And I do think it's a good idea to pair a rookie receiver with a young quarterback, have them grow together, become more on the same page, and kind of be your go-to duo as they progress as giants. Um, I wouldn't mind taking Michael Penix in the first round. Two picks in the second round, I think you got to go quarterback, offensive lineman, and receiver with those first three picks. Wouldn't mind an edge rusher either, but that would just might be my, my opinion. I'll ask for your opinion right now. Name a player you want the Giants to draft. Give me a name. Give me a name you guys want to see Joe Shane select in this upcoming draft. Give me your thoughts down below. D-Money. We call you D-Murder. What up, D-Murder? How does rookie TDV compare to a rookie DJ? How does a rookie Tommy DeVito compare to a rookie DJ? Um, well, Daniel Jones is more of that prototypical quarterback, right? In the sense of six foot five, 230 pounds. Daniel Jones is more athletic as well. I mean, even in that first game that DJ won against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when he came from behind, he won the game on a QB draw. Um, I honestly think everything at the quarterback position, Daniel Jones does better than Tommy DeVito. I know we're happy with Tommy DeVito and the way he played, but I think that we should just lower our expectations a little bit. It was Washington after all. They're not a good football team. And the Giants have had their number winning three out of the last four and that fourth one being a tie. Um, I was encouraged by what I saw from DeVito, but I also think that if Daniel Jones plays that game, he might have thrown for five touchdowns. There were guys wide open he didn't hit. Thought he held onto the ball a little bit too long at times. I like that because he's trying to make plays downfield. He looked like a rookie quarterback. Thought he was all right. Nothing special, though, in my opinion. Thought he was good. None to write home about, and he's not the franchise QB. Steven Lopez 
says, what do you think the Giants' record will be this year? It's a good question. Got the schedule right now. You're currently sitting at 3-8. and eight. You got the Patriots. You got the Packers. You got the Saints. You got the Rams. And you got the Eagles twice. So I'm going to say you're going to lose to the Eagles twice. Get you to 3-10. and 10. I think you lose to the Saints. Get you to 3-11. and 11. And then maybe you win one out of three against the Patriots, Green Bay, and Rams. Go four and four and thirteen. I'm gonna say four and thirteen. I see the Giants winning one more game this season. I'll go four and thirteen. D Money back again on the DeVito. So should we let Tommy develop for the rest of the season and start him next season and keep DJ as the backup and draft O line? Um look, I think at this point, you gotta you gotta look at what's coming up. Tyrod Taylor is going to be off the injured reserve list December 11th and potentially be able to play Monday night against the Green Bay Packers following the bye. Who gives you a better chance to win? Tyrod Taylor or Tommy DeVito? I and the Giants are going to roll with the guy that gives them the best chance to win. In my opinion, it's Tyrod Taylor. I understand the idea of letting DeVito be that guy. Um, maybe DeVito goes and lights it up against the Patriots. We're having a different conversation. Let's see what he does against New England, and we can come back to this team, money. Before we get to more questions, i got to give a huge shout-out to today's sponsor, Prize Picks, the number one daily fantasy sports app in North America. It's prizepicks.com slash CLNS, and if you use that promo code CLNS, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. My favorite part about Prize Picks is how easy it is. All you do is create a lineup of two to six players, and you just choose more or less on their projected Stat total. The more players you have in your lineup, the higher your payout will be. It's prizepicks.com slash CLNS, promo code CLNS. I'll make sure to get all the info and make it clickable down in the comments and description of today's video. Prizepicks.com slash CLNS. We got Cam Johnson coming in with a $2 super chat. Cam, appreciate you, Brody. Says, is Jaden Daniels the best QB in the draft? Best QB in the draft? No. I have Caleb Williams here. I have Drake May here. It, it, they're neck and neck, and I'd be happy if the Giants were to get either one of them. But now, with them not picking in the top two, that obviously lessens the likelihood of that. Jane Daniels, I'm going to say no. I'm going to have him as my fourth-rated quarterback. I have Michael Penix at three. I got Jane Daniels at four. And I guess we got to go with Bo Nix at five, man. He continues to impress. He continues to improve. Only two interceptions this, interceptions this year. Makes all the right decisions. Kind of gives me Mitch Trubisky vibes, though. Um... I'd say no, but what if the Giants really fall in love with Jaden Daniels? And he's there at pick number 28. Do we trade into the first round to get him? It's going to be a whole lot of fun throughout this draft process. I know that. I'm a fan of Jaden Daniels. I can't take him inside the top five, though. At least not right now. Mike G, what up, Brody? Happy DeVito Victory Monday, brother. What's the big name for agent the Giants need to sign in your bold prediction a few months in advance. So we actually did a 2024 free agent targets for the New York Giants last week. And I'm going to pull up my list of the players that I did have in that video. We'll run through those quickly. We talked about the wide receiver position. Some of the top wide receivers that are going to be available potentially include T. Higgins, the wide receiver from the Cincinnati Bengals. You're going to like Mike Evans, Calvin Ridley, Marquise Brown, Michael Pittman Jr., Tyler Boyd, Gabe Davis, K.J. Osborne, Josh Reynolds, Kendrick Bourne, maybe a guy like Odell Beckham. On the offensive line, you're looking at Robert Hunt, Evan Brown, Dalton Reisner, Jonah Williams, Connor Williams. Maybe you want to go edge rusher, a guy like Brian Burns, Daniil Hunter, 
Josh Allen. Um, there's a lot of good players heading in free agency. I want to see them sign an offensive lineman, and I want to see them sign a veteran edge rusher. That's my opinion. Could have potentially 60 mil to spend. I'll ask you this. If you were the general manager of the Giants, what's your first move you make? If you are the general manager of the New York Giants, if you got to take Joe Shane's job for a day, what's the first move you would make as the general manager? Let me know what you think down below. Pokemon, what up, brother? Do you think we will need to get a QB if we pick top five? Tommy did good yesterday, but let's be honest, it was the commanders. 100% agree. What Tommy DeVito did yesterday has not changed my thought process at all when it comes to the future of the Giants at the quarterback position. Cool story, a lot of fun. Enjoyed watching him play football. Enjoyed watching him win a football game for the New York Giants. But what he did yesterday, and I don't know if there's anything he could do for the remainder of the season that changes my viewpoint on what the Giants need to do. The Giants are picking inside that top five, top six, top seven. I think they have to get a quarterback. I do. Just my opinion. As always, just want to say thank you and appreciate you for tuning in. If you haven't yet, give me a follow over on Twitter at Marshall Green underscore. Let's go Big Blue. would be your first move? What would be my first move? First move. First move. As in, like, let's say after the season I'm hired as GM? Yeah, whatever you want. Uh -huh. Scouting a guy, you can be cutting a guy, you can be signing a guy, trading for a guy, telling a guy. I'm finding our next quarterback. Find the next QB? I'm finding the next QB. All right, all right. Non-QB related. I'm going to clear I'm gonna clear up some cap space. Clear up some cap. I'm going to cut Mark Lewinsky, and I'm probably going to cut Darius Slate. Okay. Save you about $15 million in cap space. And then use that money to go sign a starting guard in this league. I misspoke earlier in the show. Uh, I said my number one free agent target was Evan Brown. I lied. It's Robert Hunt. It's Robert Hunt, the offensive lineman. He's a dog. And Tuto came in during with No him. way! Swear to God. Robert Hunt, the guard for the Miami Dolphins. He's pretty good. Pretty good at football, man. When you talk about Dolphins, give me a second, PFF. Robert Hunt right now, Seeps, he is rated as, he's actually hurt now, so brutal. I like him, though. I like him. He was rated as the ninth, uh, ninth right guard in football last week, but he's hurt now, so there's that. Tuto Azuri back in the chat. My guy's a real one. Always tuning in, always showing up. What up, Tuto? What Says up? massive salutes and respects to Big Boss Marshy and all the Jihards, all the Giants fans in America. Congrats on the W yesterday against the Skins losers. Greetings from our entire rugby club. How's the season going, man? Are you still hurt? Are you back from injury? I sure would love to put Tuto at edge. Tuto, yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau, Dexter Lawrence. I like that. Who's stopping them? Nobody. Nobody. Who's stopping them? Nobody. Nobody. Seeps, do we have questions for one more mailbag? Yeah. There's pretty all. There's pretty all? It's, pr or it's pretty much all like the same vibe. So we need some new, better questions. Yeah. I mean, what's, what's, what's a vibe we want for this mailbag? That one, was, that one was pretty draft and DeVito heavy. Yeah, that's what most of them are. I understand that. I understand that. 
I don't know. Yeah. Like that, like. We're going to do this. What did that one say? I don't even know. We're going to put on a timer for two minutes. Two minutes. If we don't get ten more questions in two minutes, we're out. Okay. Because we got to get ready for Knicks. The Knicks play tonight. We're going to be live on the channel in about an hour. And we need to eat dinner. We need to eat dinner. So hashtag Giants to get your question in. Maybe let's talk a little trading, a little free agency. Hey, Daniel Hunter. Trading and free agency. We've done a lot of draft. We've done a lot of Tommy DeVito. I, I don't think DeVito is your franchise QB. CJ says basketball is not important. Well, it, it pays my salary, so kind of important. Jake Schmidt, you got to include hashtag Giants in there. Hashtag Giants. I'm talking about like the coaches getting fired. Seeps, who would you say is your most slept on in the draft? Slept on? Mm, I would say probably Keon Coleman, dude. Dude, I love like, Keon Coleman as well. I'm shocked he's not getting more top 10 buzz. I'm a big fan of Keon Coleman. I'm freaking Rome, dude. Is that how you say his last name? Rome or Dunes. Yeah. Dunes or something. Dude from Washington. Rome's tough, dude. JJ. JJ's got no whip. He's got no whip? No whip. Yeah, I think he does spin it, to be honest. That, like, 8 to 15-yard range, he can he can dice it up. I, I mean, he does put on. I just Kind of reminds me of Daniel Jones. I told you that. Yeah, yeah. Smaller DJ. Yo, Holmes, I love that question. Just put no space in between the hashtag and Giants. Yo, Holmes, if you could just include that. Or Seeps could just be a baller and put it on there with another layer that just says Giants. But uh, that's it. My guy, Tuto Missouri, coming in with a $5 super chat. Shout out to him. Leonard Zinnert says quad box for the Knicks game. Dude, I would be quad buzzing. Box for the Knicks I would be buzzing. I don't think I could do that. Oh, shit. That would be hilarious. Shout out to Tuto says, Marshy, I've been activated since August 21st. Been on national team duty. Got suspended two matches for beating up our DC. <laughs> and we're 6-6 six and six as we speak. I want this dude to be a giant so dude, bad. I, I do. I want to be a Viking. Tuto Azuri, man. You are a legend, my brother. You are a legend. I'm glad you're back and healthy. Maybe, maybe don't beat up your DC, and maybe you just beat up the other team. Well, what if he was asking for it? Honestly, did he deserve it? What do you is, think he deserved it? Do you feel sorry about it? Were you protecting your honor? Do you regret it? If you regret it, then maybe. If he regrets it, he'll learn from it. He'll yeah. learn from it. There's only two things you could do, learn or grow from it. Learn or grow. No such thing as a loss. No thing is a loss. Winner's center, that's wild. That's wild. He kind of stunk. He was good until those two throws to Hawk on the game winning drive. Yeah, you gotta yeah, get, you gotta put that on him. Put him. That's what I'm saying. I'm like Kirk Cousins puts that right there. That's eight yards yep. out of bounds. Another eight yep. out of bounds. Like, 
I thought he was trying to do too much in the pocket in that last drive. Well, so I was watching a film breakdown. A lot of his magical plays, dude, he'll just miss, dude. And he'll just try to make something happen. Really? Like, yeah, it's a little, uh, where it's like a guy like Cousins doesn't have those wild plays, but he just takes a right read right away. All right, Seeps, what do you think? Did the questions meet the criteria? Try to switch them up if you can. That one guy had a really good question. He just I got didn't. It, I got it. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Last chance to get on the mailbag. If you super chat, you jump to the front. If you want to get your question in, if you drop a comment below and use hashtag Giants as we dive into it. Coming up on the channel today, we're just going to answer questions from subscribers. And if you want to be featured on the next New York Giants Now mailbag, hit subscribe. Questions from subs only. And we're trying to get to 40,000 subscribers. You're looking for free Giants content every single day. Subscribe right now. Yo, Holmes. Ha, you thought I was going to say, yo, what up, everybody? Didn't you? Didn't you? My guy, yo, Holmes, coming in with a comment. Question. What's up, Brody? Says, do you trust general manager Joe Shane to rebuild this team? He already screwed up. Why? That is, in my opinion, one of the best questions that we have got on this channel, Yo Holmes. There's not many general managers in this league that get to pay a quarterback $92 million and then just six months later want to move on from that guy and select a new guy. Because if you don't think that Joe Shane is going to have to win over John Mara, if you don't think that John Mara wants to draft, John Mara does not want to draft a quarterback. He loves Daniel Jones. And Joe Shane is going to have to convince John Mara that A, I'm the right guy to find the quarterback, even though I overpaid Daniel Jones. Am I worried that he said that he thought Daniel Jones could win a Super Bowl? Yeah, that's a little bit worrisome. Am I worried that he paid him $92 million? Yeah, that's a little bit worrisome. But let's, let's go glass half full here. Glass half full. He hit on Kayvon Thibodeau. He looks like a pretty good player to me. Ten and a half sacks this year. He hit on Micah McFadden late in the draft. He looks like a good player to me. I think Jalen Hyatt is going to be one of the best receivers in the NFL for a long, long time. Hit on him in the third round. John Michael Schmitz looks pretty good. Daniel Bellinger looks pretty good. Deontay Banks looks pretty good. Cordell Flott looks pretty good. Bobby Okereke looks pretty good. Darren Waller was coming along. He's made some good moves. But do the bad moves. And really the only bad move he made, in my opinion was paying Daniel Jones. I believe him. I think he's smart. I love the trades he made. And the Giants are going to fire him. I'm going to say yes. We should believe in him. Kind of wild, though, because he definitely messed up on Daniel Jones. And I think a lot of people were wrong on Daniel Jones. We'll see what he does this offseason, Yo Holmes. That's a good question. I'll ask the chat. Do you guys believe in Joe Shane? Type Y for yes. Type N for no. Let me know what you think. Jaden Fitch, what up, brother? We need to sign O-line no matter what it costs and the rest of the money sign another offensive lineman. You talk about some of the top O-linemen coming up in NFL free agency. Connor Williams, Jonah Williams, Dalton Reisner, Evan Brown, Robert Hunt. The Giants need to sign a veteran offensive lineman. I agree with you, Jaden Fitch. Entering in the NFL free agency cycle, the Giants are going to have roughly $47.6 million, but still have top free agents to sign like Barkley, McKinney, Adoree Jackson, Tyrod Taylor, Isaiah Simmons, A'shaun Robinson, Jihad Ward, and Ben Bredesen. 
They can create, though, another 15 million cap space by cutting Gawinski, Darius Slayton, and Aaron Robbins. I'm not sure if they make all those moves, but it's definitely possible. Agreed. Giants need to go sign an offensive lineman. And if there's one guy I want, it's Robert Hunt, the interior offensive lineman for the Miami Dolphins. Really good player. I think it's slotted in as your starting right guard or left guard, whichever one you want. I'll ask you this question. What is the biggest need this offseason? Jaden thinks they got to go sign an offensive lineman. Is it O-line? Is it quarterback? Is it receiver? What is the Giants' biggest need this offensive lineman? Maybe it's edge rusher. I want to hear from you down below. Zach Vela says, could we trade Thomas for a top pick and an above-average tackle to replace him? Trade Andrew Thomas? No. No. You do not trade Andrew Thomas. I can't believe I have to say that. No, you don't trade Andrew Thomas. You just gave him a massive contract, and he showed consistently that he is a top-five offensive lineman in this league. Did the hamstring injury hurt? Yes. But man, oh, man, no, you don't trade him. Not at all. You know how much money you would hurt if you traded him? It would, put this team in, it would hurt this team so bad, Zach. I understand the thought process, get a top pick and above-average tackle to replace him. We used a top pick on Evan Neal. He didn't come out and be any good. Eric Flowers, we used a top pick on. He wasn't any good. Hell no, you don't trade him. No. Zach says he's not on our timeline. Well, he just gave a massive deal, and he's only he's only 24 years old. So, yes, I would say he's on your timeline. Could not disagree more, brother. Jay Sports Cards says, why are we not seeing more Jalen Hyatt? So I'm actually going to go and look at Jalen Hyatt's snap count here. So give me a second. Yesterday, there was a couple of plays where Jalen Hyatt was open downfield and Tommy DeVito did not get in the football. The tire prior two games, we saw him throw under throws on deep routes that Jalen Hyatt would have had touchdowns on. Um, but he uh, underthrew him. Yesterday, he played in 24 receiving snaps. That would have been first, second, third, fourth, fifth, the sixth most snaps of the season for Jalen Hyatt. Um, I think it just comes down to the circumstance that the Giants offense is working with. I think he's going to be a good football player. I don't think there's a lot of corners that can guard him one-on-one on a vertical route. I haven't seen it really yet. Do I want to see him play more? Yes. But with the circumstances that the Giants are kind of having to battle with right now, backup quarterbacks, as well as the offensive line, not not going to be too upset with the lack of usage, but I do want to see him involved a little bit more. I think he's a special player, and I'm I'm happy that he's a giant. We're pretty lucky. We'll get to more questions coming up in a second. But first, if you go to PrizePicks.com/slcns, put a hundred bucks in your account, they'll match it with a hundred dollars. What is Prize Picks? It's the number one daily fantasy sports app in North America. It's the easiest and most fun way to play daily fantasy. It's daily fantasy made easy. All you have to do is create a lineup of two to six players and just choose more or less on the stat total that Prize Picks has projected for said player. Two to six players. The more players you have, the higher your payout and multiplier is going to be. They also have all these fun deals. Friday specials, Taco Tuesday specials, discounted player stat projections. It's the only way that I play daily fantasy and it even makes the boring games that much more fun. PrizePicks.com slash C-L-N-S, promo code C-L-N-S. That link will be clickable down in the comments and description of today's video. 
White Lotus, what's going on, brother? Says, how many turnovers would Daniel Jones have had after being sacked nine times? When was the last time DJ had six-plus passes of 20-plus yards in a game? <sighs> I think Daniel Jones would have done better than Tommy DeVito yesterday. Um, last time Daniel Jones had six-plus passes of 20-plus yards might have been that playoff game against the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Look. Let's not overreact to Tommy DeVito. Please. I know it's easy. I know it's fun. And it was a lot of fun watching him play yesterday. But I think if Daniel Jones played yesterday, the Giants could have had 500 passing yards and potentially five touchdowns. He missed, he missed Saquon Barkley on a fourth down on a wheel route. He missed Darius Slayton on a fourth down on an underneath route. Underthrew Jalen Hyatt one time. Had Hyatt deep one time. Um... Tommy DeVito was also responsible for like five of those sacks. I respect it. Holding the ball, trying to make a play. But I'm not saying DeVito's bad. It's Washington. It's rocks. Little Bulldozer says, why won't you even acknowledge Daniel Jones coming back and starting next year as a possibility? I think I have. I think I have. I do think there's a possibility that Daniel Jones comes back and is a starter next year. I don't think it's that high of a possibility. Um, I think it's going to be dependent on how you finish out this season. Let's say you don't win another game this year and you're picking third overall. You're going to draft a rookie quarterback and they're probably going to start game one. Let's say you win two or three games the rest of the season and you then pick eight, ninth, or tenth. Maybe Daniel Jones does come back as your starter. But I'll say this. For me, personally, I cannot rely on a quarterback who has missed eight games due to a neck injury over the last three years and is now coming off a torn ACL. I just can't. I don't think it's responsible. It's like I can't go into the season with right tackle. Evan Neal is my only right tackle and only investment I had there. Is there a possibility? Yes, little bulldozer. I just don't think it's that possible. As always, just want to say thank you, and I appreciate you for tuning in. I didn't get to your question. Hit me up on Twitter, at MarshallGreen underscore, and we can chop it up over there.